up in this day and age as a 16-year-old girl is assumed to be very stress-free and fun, which it is at times, but it also comes with many struggles. There is a lot that comes our way, whether it has to do with mental health, school, or relationships. These are all very important topics that apply to everyone, but from my experience of being a 16-year-old, I can especially testify that these very much apply to girls my age. These topics honestly apply to everyone my age, but I can only speak from a girl's perspective, and when it comes down to it, I can really only share my own experiences. Over the past year, I've experienced so many things, and I can't wait to sit down and talk about them. And hopefully, they will be relatable to many of you as well. The first topic we're going to go in depth about is mental health as a teenage girl. From my experience, I have grown up with many mental health struggles, including anxiety and depression. See, I am your first reference that you are not alone with those things if you also have experienced them. To this day, I still greatly struggle with mental health and work every single day to improve it. But I will admit, it's very difficult. It's one of the hardest things to do. To turn off your brain, to relax, to not worry, to be productive, that all sounds super nice. But in reality, those are some of the hardest things to do. Let's see how many others can relate to these feelings as well with a few statistics. I've read that every one in five teens from ages 12 to 18 suffer from a mental illness of some kind. According to the National Institutes of Health, nearly one in three of all adolescents ages 13 to 18 will experience an anxiety disorder. These numbers have been rising steadily. Between 2007 and 2012, anxiety disorders in children and teens went up by 20%. That is quite a bit. Depression occurs at a rate of about 2% during childhood from ages 4 to 7 during adolescence. There are many other mental health disorders, but these are the only two I can speak on on a personal level. These disorders are greatly caused by other stress factors such as college and relationships. One of the two most stressful things that a 16-year-old thinks about and stresses about. 45% of American college students claim to undergo more than average stress. Both applying to college and being at college can be a very stressful experience. Basically, college is just very overwhelming. I personally am very stressed with the whole college application process, and I get constant anxiety about my future. I get scared that I'm not doing enough extracurriculars, I'm not volunteering enough, and my grades and everything are just not good enough. Teens report that during the school year, they have an average stress level of 5.8 on a 10-point scale, compared with a level of 4.6 during the summer. I would say personally, I'm a lot more anxious and depressed during the school year than I am in the summer. 
I always notice a significant difference in happiness and always look forward to the summer. It's like the minute that June hits, my mood just automatically switches. Something about not having anything I necessarily need to do and just being able to hang out with my friends in the sun makes all the difference. School is obviously very important, but it does stress me out. An estimate of 9.1% of teens experience social anxiety on a daily basis, and I personally am a part of that 9.1%. And remember that the beginning of my sophomore year, it became very bad. I was always nervous I wasn't going to be able to talk to my friends or make friends or even just be myself, and it got to be a lot to deal with at times. It definitely affected my relationships, which gave me even more stress, which is just not the thing you want. It creates a very bad cycle of just being anxious and not sure how to act or even just how to be, how to go to school and then think about making friends applying to schools, and getting good grades. It's all just kind of a lot of pressure to put on a teen. So basically, being a teenager is quite stressful. And just know that you are not alone, and all of these thoughts and feelings are very common. You are normal. I can't stress that enough. I know that at times you feel like the only person in the world going through these things, but trust me and these statistics that you are not. You are so much more than your mental health struggles, and all of these things are a part of life. Everybody is going through the same situations, the same feelings, and just the same thoughts. Everybody is scared that they are different and that they aren't doing things right, and so you don't have to worry about it too much. Everything is a part of being a teen, and we are all in this together. No matter how cheesy that sounds, it's true. My advice to you is to just really find your people and ones that you can truly count on and who love you for you. That just makes everything 10 times better. I would say the majority of the time I feel the best during the school year when I am with my friends. They just make me feel very normal and stress-free and make me remember what all of the good times are. Even when I have an assignment due at midnight, or this to do, or to clean my room, or chores, or anything, whenever I'm with my friends, they always just make me forget. Or even when I'm with my family, they also just make it very stress-free, and I just feel a great amount of happiness and love. And honestly, that's what I really recommend for all of you to do as well. Really focus on relationships when you are starting to get stressed. Like if you are getting stressed about a test, about a grade, about school, college, sports, like just anything that obviously most people deal with on a daily basis that you are stressed about, I would suggest focusing on what makes you happy and who makes you happy. Because chances are, the one thing that will make you feel better is just talking to people who are either the same age as you, who have experienced things that you have experienced, and who are able to give you advice about the thing that you're going through. I think the biggest thing that helps me is when I'm talking to somebody and they're like, oh, same, that happened to me. 
and this is how I dealt with it, and this is how I fixed it. It just makes you feel way less alone and just makes you feel like you're not living life alone and that you're living it with people. Anyway, I hope by sharing all of my experiences, it can also help you feel less alone, and I really hope they do. All right, everyone, that was the end of today's podcast episode, and I hope that this benefited each one of you in one way or another, and that it was overall relatable. We'll see you in next week's episode, and I can't wait to share more of my experiences as a 16-year-old girl. Growing up in this day and age as a 16-year-old is assumed to be very stress-free and fun, which it is at times, but it also comes with many struggles. There is a lot that comes our way, whether it has to do with mental health struggles, school, or relationships. These are all very important topics that apply to everyone. But from my experience of being a 16-year-old, I can especially testify that these very much apply to girls my age. These topics honestly apply to everyone my age, but I can only speak from a girl's perspective. And when it comes down to it, I can really only share my own experiences. Over the past year, I've experienced so many things, and I can't wait to sit down and talk about them. And hopefully, they will help many of you as well. On this week's episode, I'm going to talk about an experience that I had over a year ago that I hope you all can relate to. I mean, I don't hope you can relate to this, but if you have gone through something similar, I really hope that this helps you get through it. This has to do with school, AP classes, and history. All the fun stuff. My sophomore year of high school, I decided to take AP European History, which is a college-level class. Trust me, I don't know why I took that. I was only 15. My older brother, Luca, had succeeded in it his sophomore year, and so I guess he recommended that I take it as well. Little did I know that when I clicked that button on my class registration form, that it would have been one of the worst mistakes I made that year. I'd always been a good student, my whole life. I'd always tried really hard when it came to school, and I usually ended up succeeding. I wasn't used to struggle or challenges or not doing well. My freshman year, I had gotten straight A's for the most part. I'd only gotten a B in my honors English class. But I mean, that was my first honors class. I went into sophomore year super determined and hopeful for a good academic year. Boy, did I have no idea what I was in for. I would describe my sophomore year as a difficult year for me mentally, socially, and academically. So basically, everything was a mess. And I like to think that it all started with AP European history. AP Euro for short. I remember the first day of school, I walked into the class and I immediately was handed a 500 page book and three packets. I already knew I'd made a mistake. (laughs) 
I was already intimidated, but I still thought that the class would be no different from all the other classes I've taken in my life. I still thought that I would be successful, that maybe it would just be a little bit of a challenge. I immediately realized that sophomore year classes, and this class in particular, was very different from anything I'd ever done before. It seemed like freshman year and those classes were a completely different universe. That first night, I had spent three hours on just AP Euro homework. That is one class. I had three other classes, and each of those all required at least 30 minutes to an hour of homework per night. I simply was running out of time. I didn't have any time to do what I wanted to do. That whole week, I was doing homework from 4 p.m. to midnight, with some breaks in between, of course, to eat dinner and all of that. But then, I would go to bed, wake up at 5 a.m. before school, and finish the things I hadn't from the night before. I only was getting around five to six hours of sleep per night, some nights less, and that just wasn't working for me. I definitely felt challenged, but I was giving it my all. It had been one of the most exhausting weeks of my life. I wasn't able to do anything else except school. I couldn't go to the gym, I couldn't hang out with my friends, barely talk to my family. I was just doing school, and especially AP Euro. I also am a person who struggles with severe anxiety on a daily basis, and I had a lot of anxiety about other things that week as well. And I will admit that anxiety had been developing ever since end of freshman year. So I can't blame European history for everything. However, I tried my best to push it aside so I could really focus on my school. After about a week or so, I was finally time to see if my hard work was going to pay off by taking my first AP test. The test was all multiple choice, 80 questions. I had never taken a test that was that long in that short amount of time. I was terrified, but surprisingly, felt decently calm during it. I felt like I was doing pretty good. Each question, I mean, here and there, I kind of struggled a little bit, but for the most part, I felt like I was I knew what I was doing. The next day, I was having one of the worst days anxiety-wise. Panic attacks left and right. I didn't know what I was doing. And I got to see that I got a C on my test. I was so upset. I felt so defeated. I'd given that class my all that week only to get a C. At that point, I didn't even know if I could do the class because I simply could not put any more work in that I had that week. I didn't think it was possible for me to get an A without completely hurting myself mentally. I just didn't know what to do. I didn't have it in me to do more. And so after school that day, I went to go do test corrections. And I remember my teacher was asking me about the test, since obviously I didn't do so good on it. He said to me, I don't think you're trying. Right when he said that, I wanted to start bawling. Actually, I'm pretty sure my eyes did tear up a bit. I know that maybe he didn't mean it that deep, but with everything that I was dealing with that week, right when he said that, I just, I fell apart. 
It was the worst thing that somebody could have said to me. I bent over backwards and tried my very best that week, and he completely discredited it and all in one minute. I didn't feel support. I didn't feel encouragement. And in all aspects of my life, I just felt defeated. My teacher and I were very different. And I just continued to struggle a lot in that class. And I couldn't seem to manage my mental health and school at the same time. My grades started to suffer sophomore year. And they still are. I was so focused on making sure that everything else in my life was good. And I didn't think that I could have both. I didn't think that I could have both a good mental health and a good grade book. And so my relationships meant more to me at that time. And I gave up school. Ever since that day, I haven't really been able to get straight A's. And obviously there are other reasons for that as well, but Euro really took a toll on my confidence and mental health. And just because I don't get straight A's, it doesn't mean I don't care. And so it still hurts incredibly. Every single time I don't succeed like I used to, like I did freshman year, it hurts because I don't feel like I'm being my best self. I feel like I lost a piece of myself. And I don't know if it's Euro to blame for that, college level class. I don't know if no matter what I would have done that year, I would have hit this mental block in school, but I just know that I hit it. However, I'm slowly getting better each day I work hard, and it feels really good. To anyone out there who might be going through some similar experience right now, just know that you are not alone and it is completely normal. School is hard. Being a teenager is hard. And balancing everything during these years just seems impossible. School is challenging and difficult and it's just really important to not give up. I wish I hadn't given up so quickly. I wish that I would have given it another week. I will admit that. I wish that I would have tried, maybe not harder, but just the same, and maybe it would have gotten easier over time. Maybe I would have created a new plan of action that would have helped me succeed in those tests. I could have developed a better relationship with my teacher, but I just, I gave up. And you know, everything happens for a reason. That's what I believe. And I'm thankful for that moment because it has caused me to want to work harder and to be stronger as a person. My advice, my main piece of advice after this story today is to ask for help and challenge yourself to a certain extent. Overall, at the end of the day, just make sure you are happy because that is the most important thing in the, at the end. All right, everyone. That was the end of today's podcast episode, and I hope that this benefited each one of you in one way or another, and that it was overall relatable. We will see you in next week's episode, and I can't wait to share more of my experiences as a 16-year-old girl. everyone i'm back with another episode of life as a teenage girl and this week is very special as i have a very special guest 
All right, Lauren, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi guys, my name is Lauren Persons. I'm a junior at Wazza High School, and I'm so excited to be a part of this podcast today. Lauren, how did we meet? This is a funny story. So basically, our two best friends were talking to each other, and like us being the annoying girls we are, we wanted to make them date because they liked each other. <laughs> We decided to meet up, both of our friend groups, and hang out. So we went to the turf fields. It was so fun. Long story short, their relationship didn't work out, but ours did. So it was it, it was it benef it was beneficial. And I asked Elena if she wanted to hang out with me sometime, and she said yeah. And one morning, we decided to get coffee, even though neither of us really wanted to wake up for that. We really hit it off, and it was a good time. So that's how we, that's how we started to become really good friends. It really was. I remember that day like it was just yesterday, and oh, our friends, such a funny time. <laughs> so funny, and we got the best Duncan. It's like one oh, of our yes. inside jokes now too. Yes, Duncan Fridays, free donut mm -hmm. Friday. I swear, the best. I could so go for a donut right now. Same, Duncan's so good. So honestly, me and not Lauren, sponsored. not sponsored, but we might be back there again tomorrow for free donuts. <laughs> and so. Um, so Lauren, how has your high school experience been for you so far? Okay, well, freshman year, I think my best year so far has been junior year, to be completely honest, but that's a story for later. But from my whole high school experience, it just feels like everything has gone by so fast because I'm a link leader now, and I'm literally telling all these freshmen, like, I'm guiding them throughout their years, and it just feels like I was just a freshman. So time's been flying super fast. Um, classes are good. It's not as hard as everybody thinks. It's just a lot of studying. But yeah, ever since the whole pandemic, it's been a lot different. But I think it's nice because we're kind of like rebuilding our environment, and I think we all kind of needed that. No, yeah, for sure. I've been kind of having the same experience myself where I just feel like I was a freshman yesterday and now yeah. next year we're going to be seniors. It's just kind of yeah. weird to think about. How do you feel about us going into our last term literally in two weeks of it, junior year? It's so weird to me. I just can't believe that we're already here. Like, I, I just remember walking to that school the first day and was like, oh my god, I have the next four years ahead of me and now... I'm just at, like, crunch time, like, the last year, and I have to make it memorable. And so, right. on that note, what have been some of your favorite, most standout moments to you of high school? Let's see. I've had, I've had some ups and some downs, for sure. I think one of my favorite moments of high school was the last day of my freshman year. It felt so good to just accomplish something huge and going through high school for the first time was huge for me and just kind of finishing with good grades and new friends was amazing because I never like thought about how this experience would affect me for honestly the rest of my high school career other than that I've been a part of a lot of fun teams and clubs and I've made a lot I've made a lot of new friends along the way which I'm really appreciative of what about you? Um, yeah, I would say the same. I, like, remember the last day of freshman year, like, really well. It was Legendary such a, day. yeah, such a fun day for me. I remember I went down to Wyzetta 
with my friend group. We all just kind of celebrated, like, making through the year together, and we're just so looking forward to an amazing summer before sophomore year. And I don't know what about it, but the difference between freshman and sophomore year just seemed like such a big jump. <laughs> and so, oh, here's a question for you, actually. What has been your favorite year of high school thus far? I think mine has been probably junior year or freshman year, to be honest. I feel like freshman year was just so exciting and just so new and I guess just full of lots of people and like I didn't know what was going to happen and just everyone I was going to see. So yeah, I mean, now that we've been talking about a few of our good experiences, um, what have been some of your least favorite moments? Because high school is always sure to be full of them. Well, if we're getting personal here, I would say my worst experience of high school was definitely my breakup with my first boyfriend. I don't recommend getting into a little kid relationship at the beginning of freshman year. Um, I don't know. It was hard for me because I felt like it kind of put a stop in like my growth as a high schooler. And I kind of just felt a low from there. And then quarantine hit. So I took it to my advantage for sure, but definitely the breakups, the failures on tests, um, not having a person to partner up with in a project. I don't know. There's been a few lows, but it, it's all benefited me in the end. Definitely lessons, not regrets. No, yeah, for sure. Understandable. It's always hard to go through those things and especially a breakup kind of, I guess, losing people. Too. It was just such a such a learning experience that's all I can say yes for sure but I mean yeah you learned a lot from it and you just kind of keep going and um yeah and then you blossom into new relationships and I feel like high school is just where you really find your people exactly and I feel like if it weren't for those moments like I wouldn't even be friends with you I wouldn't be friends with half of my new best friends today which is why it's so important to like grow from the bad because you can't grow up unless you like have a starting point for sure I think the same thing that yeah there has been a lot of hard times throughout my life but I wouldn't be the person I am today or be where I am today without them and so everything happens for a reason I would say preach it preach it (laughs) okay so a lot on this podcast I've talked quite a bit about one of my hardest classes mentally and academically which was AP European history was there just a class for you that you look back on you're like wow that was just difficult well, this definitely does not trump AP Euro, but definitely pre-calc. And that's because I did pre-calc online. And I'm not going to bash my teacher or say uh, his name, but <laughs> he was definitely not a good teacher for me. Just not the right fit. We, like, we got along, but he just, I could not learn from him. So I had to, or I resorted to switching to online, online pre-calc through a site. And that was just time-consuming. Like, it was just a lot of work, which was fine. Like, I'm done with it. I'm glad I did it. But did I learn a lot? No, I did not. No, yeah, we all have those classes where it's just like, I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm leaving the class still not really sure what I'm doing. Doing it for the grades. Yes, doing it for the grades. And so would you say, obviously, we've had a huge, just weird experience throughout our high school experience, which is the COVID-19 pandemic. 
And so how has that kind of affected you mentally, academically? Like, how was quarantine for you? Let's kind of go into detail about that. Okay, so I think this will be surprising to most people, but I was at my rock bottom when quarantine hit. And you would think I would just get lower and lower from that point. But I truly took it to my advantage and, like, Without quarantine, I don't think I would have grown into the person I am today. I am extremely thankful for it, actually, selfishly, despite COVID-19 and, like, the sicknesses and the, like, fear. Um, I don't know. I It was definitely a growing point for me. That was the first time that I felt like I was blossoming, truly. And I still am, which is wonderful. Uh for sure. I, don't know. I like I kind of appreciate it because it really changed my viewpoint and perspective on everything. No, yeah, I feel like everyone just had such different experiences during quarantine. Some people like loved it. It was a time for a lot of self-growth. Other people Definitely. just couldn't stand to be doing the same thing every day and just no, didn't know what to do with themselves. And I guess I was one of those people. And so it's really cool then to become friends with you and see your perspective on that because, I don't know, I just had a, I feel like not a completely different one, but definitely a different experience. Absolutely. I totally understand that because most of the people that I have talked to about that say, like, dang, quarantine stunk. Like, I wish I could be, or I wish it was different, but I truly don't. I don't think I would have gained the people in my life or the experiences without COVID-19 I wouldn't have the relationships I have today I wouldn't have the mindset I have today and I kind of just put it took it to my advantage and learned to do a lot of self-growth self-growth in that time for sure and so obviously quarantine kind of started to end during the summer and then we became friends and then mm-hmm. school started again and everyone was not really sure like are we going to go back in person are we going to be online and right. so kind of such a questionable time yeah so kind of like what were your feelings on that like did you want to go back did you think that you did better online or what are your first feelings? of all i am so thankful for it that's yeah my thoughts on online versus in person I was the I was the kind of person who was begging to go back to school like the whole time but then when I came back these past few weeks I've been realizing wow I miss doing school at my house especially last May when I was a sophomore I was finishing up sophomore year I got to have my I got to do school whenever I wanted, could wake up, have my coffee, do my school, finish within like four hours, which was amazing. Got to tan. I got to spend more time with friends. It was wonderful. Versus this year's online school, which was lay in bed, be lazy, and basically just listen with your camera off and try not to fall asleep or pick up your phone. Um but I'm, I'm thankful that I have the chance to go back to school, but I think I took online a little bit to my advantage because I kind of miss it. Yeah, same with me. Like, I was so excited to go back to school, counting down the days, and yeah. now that I'm back, I'm like, eh, I kind of liked laying in right. my bed. <laughs> Part of me feels lazier at home, but also more productive at the same time, and I don't really know how to explain this, 
but... No, yeah, I totally understand. Yeah. It's like I'm... I get more stuff done at school, I would say, but I feel oh, like I'm more sure. mentally in the zone when I'm at home because I'm not tired. I have yeah. the food I want, my drinks, like I have my whole setup, everything. It just worked out pretty it's good. Wonderful. I feel like school in person, I've learned this within the past few weeks of coming back but it makes me more anxious and I don't like to use the word anxious basically because I don't want to like talk about me being anxious but it's made me more anxious just going back and seeing people with masks on seeing how people act after a global pandemic and not seeing some of your best friends for months on months yeah, it's for just sure. weird because you don't really know what to expect. No, yeah, like I, I was honestly kind of surprised about how many people decided not to go back because yeah, obviously there are still quite a people there or like at school, but I also just kind of noticed that like it's just a lot of people aren't there and it's just such a difference of like in the morning and during passing time and just I don't know, it's just like a different vibe. So it's just kind of yeah. weird. I don't know. It'll be so different when more people come back next term because I heard a ton of people are coming back but some people are staying home no yeah and honestly I'm really excited for everybody to come back because hopefully we can kind of just all come together and be like we made it through this pandemic we're all back to where we started and hopefully we've grown a lot and learned a lot and I don't know but I also don't blame people for staying home like online school maybe has become a better option for some people and I think that's really great for some people to have learned and figured out I get that yeah I think it's so cool that people are able to find their best way of learning because of this pandemic I think that's so cool um you know what I thought it would be like when everybody came back to school what I thought this was my mind I thought I would be giving all of my friends hugs despite the social distancing but I thought I would be giving them hugs like catching up but no you see a person that you were like closest with in bio class and you just kind of look at them pretend you didn't see them and walk away no yeah it's so weird I just feel like there's just such selective people there and it's so hard with the mask because you can never tell if somebody's smiling at you if they're because like those people that you don't really say hi to but you kind of like acknowledge like you can't they don't know that you're acknowledging them now. And so it's just, it's kind of just like more awkward. Like, I thought it would people just... People don't even recognize you. No, yeah. Like, I, there's so many people where I'm like, oh, like, hi. Like, I didn't even know that was you. Like, you look so different. Like, the mask and everything. And so, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely thought it would be, like, I guess more of how it used to be and more of the social aspects. Like, I guess this may might have been kind of, like, far from what actually happened. But I thought... I don't know, like, everything would just kind of be, like, how it was when we left, and that once we go back to school, like, it's school, like, everything's good, but it's definitely a lot of changes. Yeah, I thought it would piece together so easily, but nope, it's so unpredictable. No, yeah, so, I don't know, I guess it's definitely been a journey, high school, everything that we've been through so far, and so, how would you describe the hard times in your life, like, how would, how did they affect like, the good times in your life? Like, how did you, I guess, grow? Um, see, I think I stated this earlier, but I don't think I stated it right. I think that 
you need to hit rock bottom in order to grow from there. And I learned this kind of at a young age, and I still think people need to learn this, but don't take regrets as regrets. Take them as lessons for your future because without these experiences, how would you know how to act in the future, right? So let's say I was like in a bad relationship. I wasn't treating myself kindly. All these things are true, but they ended. And because of that, I know what I need and I know what to do to make me feel better and happier, right? For sure. Yeah, and I think that's a really good thing to, I guess, come to terms with and kind of just like realize. And so I guess, well, we're kind of getting to the end of our time here, but is there like one, I guess, main key piece of advice for anybody who has had similar experiences to you or on the same journey just to end this off? Huh, that's a good question. I think... Well, like I just said, people need to learn and grow from their experiences rather than just experience them. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think I think it's so important to actually work to be your best self. And I learned this during slash after the pandemic, like the scary parts of it. The best thing you can do for yourself is to just live your life. And ask yourself, if I, this is deep, this is deep, if I had just died, like, did I go to bed every night knowing that I fulfilled my whole day, you know? No, yeah. Yeah, one of my new goals is to go to bed every night and think to myself, like, did I live my day to the fullest? Like, did I make myself happy? You know, all these important things that kind of people don't really focus on anymore so for sure it's so easy to get lost but I hope I explained that correctly no yeah you even made me think about that like that like that like hit home like that's I feel like a really good way to I guess live through life is just even though there's a lot of hard times just know you're not alone and you're always going to get to where you need to be and just try and live your life to the fullest and I think that's absolutely amazing thing (laughs) Yeah, and truly to those struggling with mental health, like, I only know this because I've been there, right? Elena's been there. I feel like we've all been there, and everybody, everybody in the whole world will have a bad experience. It's coming. If it hasn't yet, it's coming. Sorry to tell you. (laughs) Yes. But all you gotta do is just learn from it, you know? For sure. And so, yeah, I think that's the perfect way to, I guess, kind of wrap up this interview. And so I just want to thank you so much for coming on this podcast today and just kind of sharing and opening up about your experience. And so, yeah, thank you, Lauren. And of course, thanks for having me. For sure. And all right, everybody, that is the end of our podcast episode today. And so I will see you guys next week with another experience. Bye. On this week's episode of Life as a Teenage Girl, I'm going to be talking about a few things that have happened to me in the past year, or a couple years I guess at this point, and boy has it been a crazy one. My sophomore year was full of so many ups and downs and unpredictable events that I don't even know where to get started. 
I guess the best place to start is at the beginning. And so that is where I'll circle back to. The beginning of my sophomore year was pretty rocky to say the least. And everything had seemed like a struggle at that point. I at first felt very determined and hopeful, but that quickly went downhill after I stepped into AP European history. Now, I went into all the details about that in another podcast episode that I will link down below if you guys are interested. But the moral of the story is that it was not a good experience. I started to feel extremely defeated in school, and I just began to drown in it, which was very difficult to deal with. I also was dealing with a lot of other struggles with mental health and friends, and I truly felt like nothing was going right. Everything just felt like a giant mess. I felt like I didn't know how to do life, and it was just so overwhelming. I was dealing with an insane amount of anxiety on a daily basis, especially social anxiety, which, trust me, is not helpful in a school of 4,000 people. I felt like I didn't know how to be myself or how to talk to my friends, or really just do anything. And it was a very stressful and difficult thing for me. I cared a lot, and still do, so much about what other people think about me, which made it 10 times more stressful. Then my relationships started to weaken due to my anxiety, which, of course, made my anxiety about it worse. So not only was I stressed, but I was stressed about being stressed. And it was all just a mess, (laughs) honestly. I was starting to feel very defeated and hopeless, and I really didn't know when things were gonna get better. It was hard to go day to day not knowing when I was gonna be happy, when one day I would just flip the switch and think I'm really enjoying life. I was just scared all the time, which was kind of a really hard feeling to go through. I would say when winter came around, things started to get a little bit better, and I started to gain my confidence back and find my real friends. I was starting to become happy again, and then all of a sudden, a pandemic hit and everything shut down. Quarantine was a very stressful thing for me, as I'm a person that doesn't do well with change, and it was just terrible to be alone all the time with my head with all of my racing thoughts and just my own thoughts. I didn't have anybody to really bounce them off of. Yeah, I had my family and they were great. I didn't know what I would do without them in quarantine, but I needed people my own age to make me just feel normal. And I just felt like I was just in an endless bubble, which I'm sure many people could relate to. And I don't know, I just couldn't see my friends. And honestly, they're my outlet now which made it really hard. They make me stress-free, and I didn't know when I'd be able to see them again. I also was stuck doing the same things every day, which just became so mentally unbearable. Every day, I pretty much woke up around 11 o'clock because in quarantine, I'm pretty sure everybody was asleep half the day. I had my breakfast slash lunch Because at that time, I didn't even know what to call it. (laughs) Um, I would watch TV, go on my phone, go on all of my socials, go on TikTok especially. I made a lot of TikToks. 
in my spare time, which honestly, I don't know if that was the best idea, I would go on tons of walks. And honestly, if the weather wasn't nice and I didn't have walks during quarantine and I wasn't able to go outside, I don't know what I would have done because getting fresh air and being out in the world is honestly what got me through. And then I would just go back inside and watch TV and go to bed at 2 a.m. every single day. FaceTime my friends here and there, but that honestly gave me a lot of anxiety too. That if I messed up the FaceTime, then in person, things wouldn't be good. I just didn't really know what to do. It just got very draining. I was also missing a lot of important events to me and my family at that time. And it was hard. It was difficult to watch my brother not get the senior year or graduation that he deserved or that any of us imagined. For our special trips to get canceled, like my parents' 20th anniversary, like my trip to Europe, my brother's trip to Europe, it all just got canceled. And for me to not be able to get my driver's license on time, I would say that was one of the hardest things for me. No matter how silly that sounds, Driving to me meant freedom, and without it, I felt left out and stuck. I felt like I couldn't go anywhere outside of my neighborhood in the grocery store without my parents. There's so many times where, yeah, I was alone a lot in quarantine, but I wanted to be out and alone. I wanted to be able to breathe, to get fresh air, not just be in my room all the time or with people all of the time. I just sometimes needed time to think. And honestly, now that I think about it, when I got my license, that is when things started to really look up for me. And I know this sounds so silly, but I could go wherever I wanted, when I wanted. And that was just the best thing to me. My bank account begs to differ, but it just made me so happy. I started to become really close with my friends and was able to start hanging out with them again. And I have one of the best summers of my life. Sure, everything was still a little bit weird due to COVID, and we had all of the mask mandates and everything, but for some reason, everything just felt perfect. And me and my friends and family, we just made the most of it. I got my first job, and then my second one, and both were hostess jobs at restaurants, and they were both great experiences. Except maybe not the first one, <laughs> but that's a different story. And I made so many new friends, honestly, just by accident. And I truly found my people. It seemed like I was on the lake every single day. And I spent every second of every day being with my loved ones. My mental health became a lot better. And I started to feel genuinely happy again. And for a while, it felt like I would never get there again. And someone I did... It felt so rewarding. Whenever you get that feeling and you wake up in the morning and all of a sudden the world is just at peace, not only in your mind, but I guess on the outside as well, it's just the best feeling. And my, I just obviously now life has changed a lot and has been filled with ups and downs. But whenever the bad times hit, I know to push through and to keep trying my best. Because honestly, I don't know what else to do. If I have learned anything in high school, it's that everything always gets better.
even when you are truly 100% convinced that it won't, it still will. I admit, sometimes it is really hard to believe that, still to this day, but it's the main thing that keeps me going. I've also learned that focusing on real life and keeping your loved ones close is so important because it's easy to lose sight of what's right in front of you if you're so preoccupied in your head. I think we can all admit that this past year has definitely been a tough one, and it's definitely been a journey. We've all lost things. We've all had to go through a lot of difficult things that I don't think any of us really imagined that we'd have to go through. But we did it. We all made it through. Now I'm back at high school, back from my junior year, and things are definitely not the same. But I choose to believe that everything happens for a reason and everything is going to be okay. I try and look at the bright side of things and just think about all the stories I'm going to get to tell my children and the people around me. Yeah, this definitely wasn't the high school experience that I imagined, but maybe it was better. Maybe if the pandemic didn't happen and all of these mental blocks and school blocks didn't happen... I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be who I am today. And that kind of scares me because I do feel like that with all these setbacks, I've grown up a lot and I've matured a lot and I've become a lot stronger on the inside. And I just truly hope that everybody else can believe too that everything leads you to where you are today. And that I hope, I really hope you guys can look at that in the same or similar perspective. Well, that's all I have for this week's episode, and I hope you guys join me again next week. And most importantly, just know you are not alone, and I'm always here to talk.